0: Are your team psychic, profit, or none of the above? Every sector of our lives is pretty much pretty much under construction. Family, Under construction. Career, Under construction. Relationships. Under construction. Emotions? I know mine live under construction. Finances? Under construction. We might as well be under construction, construction together. together. to Under Construction with your girl, Tamar Braxton. Look, y'all, I'm so happy to have y'all locked and loaded for today's episode. Now, let me tell y'all up front, this show is going to be a little bit different for some of y'all. So don't at me if you disagree with our Blueprint guest because, yes, I have invited a tarot reader, a psychic, spiritual advisor. Or whatever you'd like to call boots the hip-hop oracle. Look, now I know this topic isn't everyone's cup of tea, but can I keep it a thou thou? All right, I'm gonna keep it a thou thou. Many of us can't tell the difference between a psychic and a prophet. We just know that one is more socially accepted over the other. So I'm just gonna let that marinate for y'all and we're gonna sit that right there until our guest breaks things down for us on the blueprint later on in the show. Now, I wanna ask y'all a question. Do you ever feel like you're always making sure everybody else is good? Like everybody in your circle, everybody in your family, but folks rarely check in on you? Well, if this rings true to you, then you're just like me and you're considered the strong one. And for whatever reason, everyone just assumes that you're good. But baby... I can attest that even the strong gets weak. So I want to take a pause and ask, how you doing? (laughs) And that isn't a rhetorical question. Y'all, like, I really want to consider how you're really feeling. Like right now, how are you doing? I hope you're good. Well, I know the holiday season can get stressful, especially when shit ain't been normal all year. Just know... Child, you are not alone. <laughs> you got it. You can do this. All right. You were built for this. And if no one else has checked in on you to make sure you're good, just know your girl Tay Tay is officially checking in on you today. All right. Now it's time for us to speak our weekly affirmation into the atmosphere. Are y'all ready? I'm ready for this because I need this today. Okay. Sign me up on a Christian Jubilee. All right. Here I go. Everything that is happening in my life is for my ultimate good. Now, that was even hard for me to say out loud (laughs) because I don't always believe it, you know, because things be going on right all the time. Now, I need you to repeat that with me. Everything that is happening in my life is for my ultimate good. Listen now, you got to claim that thing and I receive all of that. Now, as you go throughout this week, just remember that no matter what you may be faced with, everything is happening in your life for your ultimate good. It really is. Good or bad, bad or good, it's happening for your ultimate good, okay? Well, today on Tamar Takes, I want to share my thoughts on Christmas 2020, or lack thereof, for some of us. I just feel like there's so many people stressing over being able to provide a normal Christmas for their family. But we all know, even the kids know, shit, ain't nothing been normal about the past 350 days. So why are we forcing normalcy for Christmas? A few weeks back, you might remember me sharing that my son pretty much told me that I can go head on and cancel Christmas if he doesn't get that PlayStation 5. And, you know, to be honest, I really do believe now he was on to something. You know, I guess he figured like, you, you know, we ain't gonna have no Christmas. We back on lockdown. And if I'm not gonna get my PlayStation 5 to occupy my time, then please don't put on no Christmas lights. Don't assign me to no Christmas ornaments. Don't, I, I can't because this is what we got, me and you and these four walls. <laughs> How about that? Because it ain't no Santa. Where's the quarantine Santa? I don't know him. No, Santa is not quarantined, okay? He's going to everybody's house. Can't come here. He's going to skip over mine. I'm right there with Logan. I'm, Logan is definitely on to something. Christmas is canceled. So, look, I know everybody money a little funny and it's looking real like I'm going to see what I can do because <laughs> that's how I look over here. OK, I just bought a house. I got new cars like my lease was up. So I had to child when it rains and pours. Right. And now here it is. Santa knocking on your Amex door. And I ain't got it for him, You know. So listen, you don't have to go all out and do Christmas like we would normally do it and buy gifts for your extended friends and families. I would just start with your immediate family, your kids, and you know, just tell your friends, look, we're just going to get the kids this year, okay? We're going to leave us out. We're going to get the kids one gift, and we're going to leave it under the price of $20 and get creative with Amazon, <laughs> All right, stay safe, guys. Don't go all out for Christmas and go shopping without your mask and expose yourself to unnecessary, you know, people and germs. Stay home and order offline. You know, I got a couple of things you can click on to my WW dots that you should put up under your tree, okay, for Christmas. I got you. Get you some edges and get your essential oils on. Okay, so I'm in the category. I guess I'm in the category of the single ladies. I guess so. Oh, I'm a single ladies. Yes, y'all. I'm talking to us. It's the most fucked up time of the year. Ain't it though? (laughs) It is the time when we reflect on how single we are. And listen, I can't stand. Listen, I I get it. When you get to the point where I I mean, I'm single, but I love it. Lies. and Not during Christmas. Okay. (laughs) Because when that present is not under that tree from Santa, you are reminded that you are alone. Okay. And I, I mean, I really don't know because this is like my first Christmas that I've been single. Yeah. And I don't like it one bit. I bet y'all won't be here next year like this. <laughs> I bet y'all, gonna work, just like I'm working on myself, I'm going to work on a Santa for next year. I tell you that. So what y'all be doing when y'all single during Christmas? I mean, listen, here was the thing. The, really, the thing that really do be getting us is the Instagram pictures. That, that be fucked up. <laughs> that be jacked up, and let me tell you something. I'm, I'm just a couple people. I'm going to unfollow. I'm unfollowing Cardi. I'm unfollowing Tiny. I'm unfollowing um, Danny Lee. I'm, I'm unfollowing everybody who is bitty, bot up, boot up, because I don't want to see what y'all got from y'all Santa. Because I know, I, I mean, I'm gonna be jealous. <laughs> I mean, I just that uh, it's not gonna. It's, it doesn't. No, I'm happy for you, but I'm not happy. That's what I got. I'm a hater. I'm a single hater during Christmas. What we going to do? No, what do you do? What? No, really. yeah. How about y'all send me an email and tell me what you do during your single Christmas? Because I don't know what to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, after I watch Logan, what we do? We supposed to cook after that? We go, You know what we're going to have? We're going to have grilled cheese and tomato soup. Praise God. <laughs> you already know that these are just my two cents. And, and none of this here is law. It's just Tamar takes on the most fucked up Christmas ever. 2020 edition. All right, I'm gonna keep it a thow thow. Hey, it is all me. All right, y'all, it's time to tap into that keep it a thow thow inbox and pull out a few questions for your girl, Tay Tay. Let's see what we got today. Question number one Hi, Tamar. I'm a 47 year old Pisces from Australia. I'm confident in myself, but people tend to push me around because I'm soft spoken. Do you have some suggestions of things that I can do to help me stand my ground? You sure you're a Pisces? <laughs> I'm a Pisces and that don't usually happen to us. Let me see. People push you around because you're soft spoken. Get loud on their ass. You know what I'm saying? How about you say what you mean and mean what you say? You know what I'm saying? Like stand your own ground. Like Don't let people rattle and shake you or push you around. Just stand firm in what you say and do what you're going to do and be who you're going to be. That's what I got for you. But you're a Pisces. You know, put that pedal to the metal. All right. All right. Question number two. Hey, Tay. You said that this is an open space to ask things we really want to know. So I've been hearing these rumors that you and Vince are trying to get that old thing back. Is that true? Uh-uh. <laughs> uh-uh. We're not going to do that. Let me tell y'all something. The remixes are for records, not for your exes, and definitely not for your baby daddy. Okay? That is my cousin. He's almost, you know, <laughs> my blood cousin. We are only related through the baby. Okay? What kind of relations we gonna have? Now, I don't wanna hear that no more, so don't ask me that no more. Stop these Vince's rumors, because I ain't with my baby daddy and never gonna be with my baby daddy. Okay. <laughs> That's what I got. <laughs> Well, I'm loving these questions, y'all. Like, I really do feel like this is giving us an opportunity to connect. Don't y'all agree? Well, I hope you do. So, look, I mean, I don't have all the answers. Not all the time. But I can share my truth and keep it a thou thou. So, if you have a question for your girl, email me at ucwithtamar at gmail.com. That's the letters UC with Tamar at gmail.com. Up next, it's my favorite part of the show. We're going into The Blueprint. This this is The Blueprint. Come on, y'all. Let's go. If you grew up in a church like me, then you know that fortune tellers, tarot readers, and everything in between was considered witchcraft, voodoo, and the devil. Okay? I was recently posed with the question, what's the difference between a prophet and a psychic? Well, instead of me sitting around pondering on a response... I invited the hip-hop oracle Brandon Roberts, also known as Boots Durango, to answer questions that are beyond me. Welcome, Boots. Welcome to Under Construction. We are so happy to have you here. Listen, I'm just going to be honest. I am scared. You're scared? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I am scared. Okay, because it's not about you, Uh right? It's about the listeners who are apprehensive Mm -hmm. about who you are and what you stand for and then questioning me and my Jesus. Now, (laughs) I need everybody to get out of my ats and out of my (laughs) mentions because we're going to talk about some, you know, really important things. You have such an amazing life story. And one, you like deep rooted in family, Mm -hmm. which we might be able to say you manifest it, <laughs> you know, because you was adopted. Yes, ma'am. And you pray for your adopted mother in your life. Yes, so ma'am. as I talked about before, um, it's a lot of religious groups that have very strong opinions against the line of work that you do. I, I don't even want to say the, the line of work that you do. I want to say who you are because I, me, I believe it's more I about... I know,
1: honey. <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> okay. Yes,
0: yeah, it's, it's not about... What you do for a living, right? Yes, ma'am. Look, we can just take it a step further. <laughs> it's like okay. just your lifestyle, right? Would you say that you identify yourself as a Christian?
1: Do I identify myself as Christian?
0: Yeah, that's a personal question, but you know, I'm in your business right
1: now. Don't worry. You're gonna be a lot more in my business as this interview develops. I am not a Christian, no, but me and the Holy <laughs> Ghost is cool. We we cool.
0: Okay. Okay, and that's fine because I do believe that there are different avenues to God.
1: Well, Oritus, I think in order to fully understand, you would have to go all the way back. So, can we go all the way back, friend?
0: Let's go back. Yes.
1: Let's go back. All right. I was born in an orphanage, and from there, I was raised till I was about eight years old. Throughout that process, I manifested various spiritual gifts that made it a bit difficult to keep a foster family. However, my mother, the woman who adopted me, she was was very ambitious on attaining me since I was born, but it was some difficulties in that process, you understand. So I experienced about three or four foster families before that happened, and I always got sent back for paranormal experiences that would manifest themselves around me, such as me rolling a ball into the other room and the ball rolling back to me, and nobody was there to roll the ball back. I saw someone-
0: Wait, what? Yeah, so- Wait man you talking way too fast.
1: <laughs> oh. Yes, ma'am. So- <laughs> So
0: when you was in your foster parents' home- Yes. You rolled a ball into a room and the ball rolled back to you in the other room and they sent you back the next day, yes, like night. So,
1: but these were common occurrences. Uh, okay. So of course, as you can see, I have a charisma about me, which made people who were seeking to adopt children very you know, easy. But when they got me inside the home, lights would flicker. They would get nightmares. They would see things. And I was just being a normal kid. I didn't know anything, you know? And again, this was just a part of who I was as an individual, you understand
0: so, was these things that you were doing yourself? Because one might say that when lights are flickering and things like that, that would be a, something that was demonic.
1: I can understand. Is that what we're talking about No, ma'am, we're not. We're talking about spirituality. And this is where yes, religion is. First of all, we're going to have to
0: stop this, ma'am, stuff. Because I am not your mama and I am not hey, old enough to be your mama. <laughs> South, so we gonna so we we we're going to stop this, ma'am, stuff here. right uh, now. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay, let's go back. Let's go back. Like I was saying, one might say that that would be like demonic, and that's the difference, or that's a part of the reason why church folk say that, psychics are different than prophets. So do you agree with that? Is there a difference?
1: There is no difference. The only difference is that prophets have dedicated themselves to a religion and spiritualists have dedicated themselves to a multitude of different energies. Mm -hmm. Now, if I was to break it down to the core of your question, what is the difference between religion and spirituality? People who are religious, who operate in a gifted space, have dedicated themselves to the format to access the same energy. A spiritualist would access Mm -hmm. without that book. So instead of Mm -hmm. using the Quran to access source or using the Bible to access source, sources accessed myself. Mm -hmm. And my intention is what dictates whether it's positive or negative. And I knew that very early on, very, very early on in my life. Yes.
0: And I was just getting ready to ask you that. So your gifts, all of your gifts, when did you realize that you were
1: spiritually gifted? I had to realize people weren't. So So you
0: thought that everybody around you, wow.
1: Yeah. So think about it. I'm born without parents in a place that's like a summer camp. (laughs) Okay. You grow up Mm -hmm. in that type of environment Mm -hmm. from the nursery until you get to about kindergarten or, uh, you know, first grade and things. And then Mm -hmm. you start the adoption and you start to experience what life is like outside of that and how you are classified as different. My perception was, why do I keep getting sent back to the orphanage when I feel like I'm operating like any regular individual? Does that make sense? Now, the climax of that yeah, experience was there was a moment where I knew that the kitchen in the orphanage was going to burn down. And I started crying in the middle of lunch. And basically, they, you know, sent you to like solitary and stuff. They used to, you know, do, do things of that nature. And then three o'clock that morning, it burned to the ground. Luckily, the next day, my mother, um, who is my adopted mother, but I call her my mom, The adoption was completed. She finished what she needed to do to obtain me. Mind you, this lady dreamt of me being born in Charlotte, moved to Charlotte, and worked aggressively for eight years on her life so that she could obtain me. She's a spiritualist as well. And she psychically knew that there was a kid in need and she adopted me. So I was born into my gifts. Have I chosen to dictate my gifts to a particular doorway? Now, I want to break this down to you. Religion to me is constructed doorways to access source. Source is the creation of all things, okay? For myself, I am an omniist or an oracleist, which I believe what you believe is right. Does that make sense? So you as a Christian believing in Jesus and God and the Holy Ghost, which is an energy, understand? It is your door and i respect that and when we speak we can speak on that level but when i speak to a buddhist i can dissect the energy and say this is how you access that same energy to go back to the origin of your question mm-hmm. the difference between religion and spirituality spirituality focuses on the energy behind the doors that religion has constructed being that i'm a gifted individual i tap directly into source i've always tapped directly into a ethereal source of energy and never dedicated myself to a particular one now, that doesn't mean i don't know church You know what I'm saying? And especially, you know, I can walk into a church and feel the Holy Ghost just as you can. The misconception of it all Mm -hmm. is that we worship the devil or we attune our energy to a lower vibration. And that's not true at all. And I think that it got that rep because our true religion was stripped from us during the colonization days. And we were gifted someone else's religion. And us as innovative African-Americans, we decided to create something from what they gave us. But if you go back to Africa, worship started with spirituality.
0: It's very interesting that you said that you didn't know that anybody else around you was, I was, <laughs> was like
1: you. I was ignorant. I was ignorant.
0: Yeah, of course. So do you think that that turned into depression, not knowing where you came from truly and not feeling like everybody's not like you? Because you openly speak about battling depression and how do you combat anxiety and depression when it arises do you think it came from that place
1: i think abandonment issues are the core of my depressed state i don't Mm -hmm. think it directly correlates with my spirituality i say that because I've always been gifted and in a spiritual space and I don't know the depressed energy outside of that. Does that make sense? So I can't say Mm -hmm. that my spirituality led to me being depressed or attracting energy that depressed me. But what I can say is that Mm -hmm. I still have flesh and in my flesh, I do experience what everybody does.
0: Okay, well, I mean,
1: shut (laughs) me up. (laughs) Not shut up at all. (laughs) Not ma'am. You know,
0: I was just asking because I'm just trying to take all the negative thoughts out of what people believe psychics are, you know, and I just feel like it's been an unfair conversation because I was raised in a church and I, for the most part, date Christian men and they would normally have negative things to say about psychics, but want to say, well, praise God, thank you, Jesus. Some would say that a psychic gets their information from the devil, but a prophet gets their information from God. So when I ask you things about depression and things like that, I'm just trying to get people to normalize the situation and make it a point that being a psychic and being a prophet, in my opinion, okay, it's the same damn thing. I'd agree with you. I can't say that I have not gone To the holiness of the holiness E.K.O. Bay Church and had my life prophesized over and things have come to pass and went to a psychic and the same thing happened. You got to make it make sense for me.
1: This is what I'll say. This is what I'll say. I'll say that you can have an ability that can either assist people or you can have an ability that can harm people. Correct? So say that you have the ability of, let's say, uh, energy manipulation. You can change how people feel, right? You have this ability, which is why so many people gravitate towards you. You can either use that ability to either say, F these people and start a riot, or you can use that ability to say, praise the Lord, and we're going to uplift some energy. The only difference is your intention, friend. You can have a pastor in a pulpit with the intention of leveling his life up, using the word of God to stand on that. Same way you can have a broke psychic on the side of the corner, uplifting everybody they come into contact with. Which one is righteous?
0: You ain't got to preach this quack. First of all, I'm a Pisces, so... (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to think a little bit different. You know, I'm going to think a little bit differently. Okay. So you believe that we all have power? I believe that we're
1: all gifted people, but I believe that most people in this world are desensitized to what they're capable of because it's easier to control people. It's easier to control their pockets. It's easier to control the way that they think if they are blinded. The only difference is when you quarantine a people, we start to wake up. Yeah. I believe that we're all gifted. If you want to reference the Bible in which Christians might come against me with, it says we all have the gifts of Jesus. We all can do what he did. Well, why are we not? It's because right. we don't know we can.
0: So what do you think, what happened now that most people are
1: woke? Isolationism. When people are by themselves, they hear spirit, they see spirit. Their thoughts are a frequency that vibrates with the cosmos. You can't touch no thought, can you? Unless you at the club. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> That's divine. It's mm-hmm. creative. It's inspirational. And that level of vibration is where our gifts reside. When you cage a beast, the beast right. figures out exactly what that beast is capable of.
0: Defects. Because we have sat through this quarantination for some time now. What is your expectation once this is over? The quarantine? Yeah.
1: Are you asking me to read what happens after quarantine?
0: No, I'm saying what's your expectation once this is in over? In terms
1: of people or in terms of what? Be specific, please.
0: Yeah, The people. The people. We're talking about th- the people.
1: I think we will see a new revolutionary period where philosophers will start to rise, where the creative individual and not the carbon copied bubblegum chewing celebrity (laughs) is out shining the individual who figures out how to create anti-gravity matter or figures out how to control dark matter. Those people will start to rise. We're going to go through a creative, inspirational period where people are going to start unifying, seeing people for the same and not different based upon their skin tone. We're going to start to vibrate higher, Religion is going to become questionable because it contains it constricts people are going to start to want to breathe life and experience different things that they've never experienced before. We're entering into a new era, the age of Aquarius. I don't
0: know what that means, but okay, it means what it's, I just told mean, you
1: friend dare I should ask it, I just told you what okay. I mean. <laughs> Revolutionary piece,
0: <laughs> Okay, let's go back to your mom being your spiritual guide. How did that impact
1: you? Can I playing? Yeah. Okay. I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder, multiple personality disorder, and pre-schizophrenia disorder at eight years old. She says, no, he's gifted. And what she did was she allowed me to spend a year of my life on a mountaintop with my aunt Jocelyn learning the craft and how to control the craft. When I got back from the mountain, I tested again, negative for everything, but I had an IQ of genius levels. I uh, then went to public school and did my thing, and I was able to actively suppress my abilities. No lights would flicker. I didn't sense anything. Uh, So I was able to rationalize kind of what people were perceiving and what I was enduring. To answer your question, as my mother, as my spiritual guide, she saw in me the gift before anybody else did. You know, and through that, I was able to take honor classes throughout Midland High School. I was with the caucasity of things, honey, looking as flamboyant and fabulous as ever and never studying a day, making straight A's. Go to college. And I graduated from the University of North Carolina with a master's degree in communication. So to answer your question, I know I started speaking about myself. My mother was the first one who saw me and not the behavior that was unexplainable.
0: So looking back on it now, what do you think? is your strongest gift. Charisma. Charisma.
1: That's a gift. Charisma is the ability to attract people to you and feed them what you want to feed them. You have charisma. Yeah. And most celebrities have this ability, but it's up to you whether you're going to feed them shit or are you going to feed them <laughs> filet mignot. I choose to feed them <laughs> filet mignot through a uh, tarot system I've designed called Boots Tarot. So explain to us what Boots Tarot is. Boots Tarot is the dissection and creative elicitation of my spirit reflected in individualistic cards so that I can navigate my gift and answer your questions more effectively. Any skill of divination is used to clarify messages that we receive from spirit. I chose to create my own because when I first got started, I saw a lot of people mimicking me with the Rider-Wade or Knight Rider deck that I was reading from. So I said I need to provide something authentic. That was the motive behind it, but it became something so much more than that when I started to stylistically, graphically design my cards. And I'm still learning the meanings of my cards. I can pull a card for a client tomorrow and find a completely different meaning or energetic feeling interpreted with my linguistics as to what that card means. It is more of a tool like the Bible with Christians, Mm -hmm. tarot for Mm -hmm. spiritualists or divination, whether you use runes or pendulums or crystals, or you throw in shells like they used to do back in the olden days, the olden country, (laughs) honey. Anybody from (laughs) Norla? I know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing. It's a tool to... Re-emphasize what you naturally feel.
0: So tarot cards is not witchcraft or is it witchcraft?
1: Depending on how you use it. Like what you mean? Because I don't know. Okay, I'm going to break it down. Um, The Bible is not a weapon unless you use it to judge people. Mm. Right? Tarot is not a weapon unless you use it to elicit fear or conjure energy that is not positive and ascending. It goes back to your intention. You know, you can use these skills to curse but you can use the Bible to curse too and justify why you cursing with the burst out that same word. Yeah. So how you use it determines whether it's positive or negative, not it incarnate. See, it's taught that it's negative incarnate to persuade to attune yourself to something different. Understand? Mm -hmm. It's a sense of control here. Tarot in itself does not open doorways or portals. Now, Ouija boards, and when you start to get into things that have sacrament, but a sacrament is... Uh, blood magic. People have sacrificed themselves so that this tool will be active. No, That's cursed items. That is a portal. That is a doorway. But tarot, Mm. pendulum work, and things of that nature, no, these are earthbound items that we use to decipher. But stay far away from Ouija. I mean, I'm a high-level magi practitioner, and I don't touch a Ouija board, baby.
0: So would most people say you're a witch? I mean, a good one.
1: (laughs) What? Boots the good witch? (laughs) 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 <laughs> nah, Boots the good bitch, honey. How about that? Um, <laughs> I um, am a magical practitioner, but to say that I am a witch would mean I'm dedicating myself to that religion. I'm not a witch. I'm an oracle. I believe all religions are right. Make sense?
0: It does. It makes a lot of sense.
1: So now what I practice is my own version of multitude of different things that i've acquired again i have my great grandmother's bible right here and sometimes i crack it open and point to something that i need to see and i'm seeing exactly what i need to see understand that's not witchcraft <laughs> you know same way as i can pull a card on somebody and say oh you're going to hell and that can be considered witchcraft or it could be considered a precaution depending on how you interpret it so that's how i answer your question we're
0: speaking to brandon Roberts, also known as boots the hip-hop oracle we'll be right back after this quick break We're back into the blueprint to continue our conversation with Boots Durango about his spiritual gifts. So, have you ever been completely wrong about a prediction you've made? And if so, what was it and how did you remedy the situation?
1: We don't record our losses, but I'll tell you the last time I got it right. And that was when the election I predicted it. (laughs) I predicted yeah. it to a T, and it is unfolding exactly how I predicted it. I also predicted Naya Rivera's body and when that would be found, Alexis Crawford's body. I predicted when that would be found as well. And these are nationwide stories that have ushered in a newfound audience for myself. Okay,
0: moving right along. As I, feel there, <laughs> I feel that there is a lot of influence of witchcraft for this coronavirus mm-hmm. and <laughs> the mm-hmm. pandemic that we're going through being stuck in the house. When do you foresee this covid shenanigans because i believe covid is a spirit i don't Mm -hmm. think it's just a cold Mm -hmm. you know or the flu i feel like covid came to steal kill and destroy people's families has been torn apart Mm -hmm. people has lost their jobs lost their homes lost hope Mm -hmm. the depression is at an all-time high it's everything that is negative when do you foresee covid being over
1: COVID is going to be an ongoing thing. It's going to assimilate itself like the flu, like pneumonia, like any other illness that uh, runs rampant during the wintertime. It will be something that is here. It will also become treatable by February of 2021. I do see that the first string of vaccines do not need to be taken. I also see that there is not going to be a forced injection vaccination, but something that might be administered into the atmosphere. I feel as if this is happening very rapidly over December, January, and February, and I think that the world will start to begin to turn in March, April, and May of 2021. COVID is definitely a spiritual warfare type of mechanism that was created and manufactured by man, a physical being. It's ravaging our bodies, but it's also torturing the souls that are left uh, in our mindsets. However, Going back to something we previously discussed, when you isolate creatures, they evolve. So, through this, evolution is taking place. Our consciousnesses are vibrating higher. And I believe that God doesn't put nothing on you you can't bear, as well as evolution takes place, especially when our consciousness backs are against the wall. We're evolving.
0: Wow. Okay. A lot of people have issues. With, like, crystals and Palo Santos and Sage mm. and stuff like that. Why do you think the Christian community equates that with witchcraft?
1: I believe that the Christian faith. Hmm, can I stop playing? Yeah, go. I believe that the Christian faith limits anything unbeknownst to it to control the individuals who believe in it, like every other religion does. You set certain rules, you make people afraid of certain things so they don't stray away from your tithe and offering. Because if you look at the roots of where we come from, crystal sage, palo santos, tribal ceremony, ritualism, that's the blood that runs through Africans' veins. And we all know we all come from Africa. That's what I believe.
0: Well, all right.
1: But, so, but that's not to yeah. say that through Christianity or any dissected religion, you can't access that same source that I've always been tapped into. That makes sense. So you take a lady who's hopeless and you put her in a church, you give her a Bible and you say, this is going to be your salvation. And it is her salvation. But that yeah. salvation comes with no stealing, no killing, no committing adultery, no masturbation. I don't know how in the hell I'm supposed to do that. Okay. Wait, what? Um, anyway. I was
0: asking about crystals and real masturbation. Got well, you it. You
1: know, there's some crystal <laughs> dildos you can shove up there and inspire yourself. No! That's not that kind of show, boo. So that's what I'm saying. <laughs> to answer your question in a more uh, <laughs> dictated way, I should say, it would be to elicit fears to elicit control. When people are afraid, they spend money. They put their faith in things and people and belief systems that are seeking assistance. They're seeking, I need a way out of this energy that I'm currently experiencing. But it's not the religion. It's the belief in something. Belief is the key, not the book or the laws or the structure in which you access that energy. If you believe you'll be healed through this, Therefore, you will. If I believe you break a twig and I break your back, test me.
0: Wait, what? Okay. Well, last prediction. What do you predict for our listeners who love to listen to Under Construction? What do you predict for our show?
1: Television show by June of 2021. And it's going to be airing right before The Real.
0: What? Is that shade (laughs) or something? Wait, no, I didn't say that. Stay out my mentions, y'all. <laughs> mm,
1: no, no shade, no shade. Okay,
0: I'm one of those recreational, like you know, mm. I'll go to somebody for like recreational for fun
1: because I'm not gonna ask no serious questions. Well, let me ask you, I you feel this: like- How do you feel your audience responds to that? Knowing that you do parlay that way.
0: Well, I'm a Pisces. Like, I have... I can see certain things myself. Well, even saying...
1: But even even saying you're a Pisces, that's against a lot of things, too. That's astrology. Yeah, it is. That deals deals with the science as religion, you know? So...
0: Yeah, but I feel like it's science, you know, and I also feel like crystals and things like that is from the earth. And if you do your research back in the day, our ancestors used to use crystals to heal us um, before there was medicine. How does
1: that directly connect with what your faith is?
0: Listen, I'm a born again Christian.
1: <laughs> you have been baptized.
0: I've been baptized in the in the Holy Ghost, and I believe in the Holy Trinity, and I definitely believe that God is the only true living God. Period. Got it. And that's okay. that. There's okay. no none before. And get your life. Amen. But that's what I believe. I believe in the blood of the Lamb. Okay. And that's period.
1: Right. And that's right. That's what
0: I believe. I believe Jesus died on the cross for our sins. That's what I believe. Okay. But I also believe that if I do have um, what's the name of this pink crystal? What's the name? Rose of this quartz. A quartz. Worst quartz. quartz. That I am tapping into my heart chakra. I do believe if I burn some sage that I am getting rid of some negative energy. Oh, Paulo Santos.
1: So it's almost like science versus religion for you. You feel these items are scientifically proven to do these things. And religion is the faith Behind your spiritual energy, I can give you that point blank. But do you feel like everything is of God?
0: No, I don't feel like everything is of
1: God. Okay, no, I don't. so if your religion and faith as a born again Christian says that that is witchcraft and of the devil, but you no, but the
0: Bible speaks the the Bible speaks about the devil, right? I think in all religions it speaks about a negative force. Right? I am not here to point fingers and tell people what's right and what's wrong. I think my objective is to let people know that there is a difference between religion and science. You know what I'm saying? And things that really, actually, truly have been proven. And it has nothing to do with your belief that Jesus didn't die on the cross or God or whatever.
1: My question to you is this
0: How are
1: those stones healing? Because you believe it. How? There you go. Just like I believe
0: that I'm going to ask you, just like I'm a Pisces, one of my first questions. After I meet somebody, it's what's your sign?
1: Because (laughs) I have to stop myself from shenanigans. You got to go back. It's not the tool. It's the belief. And when you get more than one person believing in something, it's a power there. This is why Christianity is so popping. This is why you're able to obtain such a fan base and things of that nature. Because you have people standing in agreement to one energy, one thing.
0: That's what the Bible says, two or more people. Mm -hmm. It's true.
1: It's true because we vibrate at a higher frequency. Now, crystals, Mm -hmm. as you speak of, crystals are different because crystals carry their own frequency. There's a quartz crystal in your phone that amplifies the signal so that you can talk to somebody across the world, right? Science has broken it down, you know, scientifically to say this is why this happens, X, Y, and Z. But why is it when you place a crystal on your heart... You cure a heart disease, or you start to alleviate pressures of that. There's no scientific evidence that can support that. You know why that is because the belief system is there from people who supersede our existence. I
0: mean, you're gonna have to ride that back for me. Holland, what you talking about? There's a there's a pink quartz in my phone. What back? you talking about,
1: girl? What kind of freak do you take me as?
0: No, let's go back to what you said. You said, Oh, oh,
1: okay, my wig is sliding back. No, you, you said me, that was girl. a pink quartz. <laughs> He's a nut. You said there was a pink quartz in your phone. No, 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 It's a clear quartz crystal in your phone that controls the amount of hertz that your phone broadcasts so that I can talk to somebody all the way in China. Can we, can we break this down? We yeah. have a rock in our technological devices that allows me to communicate with somebody all the way across the world. If that ain't magic or spirit, you can, I don't know what it is. You know what I'm saying? You can say it's technology, but yeah. it came from source. Same way that person that's healed from a spiritual healer gets up off the thing. Same way when you see, what's that man named? Poppinfield, the man that be up there uh, popping people and stuff like that.
0: Some of them people
1: are fake, but some of those people actually <laughs> believe uh, that he did that. And it and it works. It works that way. It's your belief, friend. And I don't know what attracted you to it, but we started believing it and it started to work. It's your belief. Yeah. It's
0: been very educational. This. <laughs> Good evening, why do you identify yourself as the hip-hop oracle?
1: The name originally spawned from my desire to be accepted through my gift. I felt like hip-hop was extremely trending when I first decided to broadcast my abilities, and... I'll be honest with you, I didn't name myself. I was named by Cruz, of Power 106 at the time. I'll tell you the truth, my spirituality was extremely private until four years ago. I moved to LA trying to be a musician, which I still am. And you know how LA can take an entertainer from one extremity to the next? Well, my last hope was this job at Power 106, and I went on there as a personality, and they said, you're funny, you can talk about these topics, but we need something that makes you stick, right? And I said, well, I'm clairvoyant. They said, you're psychic? I said, yeah, I'm psychic. Um, and they said, okay, well, we're going to take some callers. You read some callers. The first caller, I had the entire room floored, okay? And I'll send you the video afterwards so you can see. And so J. Crew's like, well, we need you to have a name if you're going to be our psychic. The hip-hop psychic. That's where it started, right? And then I said, oh, that's already trademarked. I can't use it.' <laughs> so then I went down to, like, what I define myself as, the hip-hop oracle. I started to brand it. I trademarked it. And I started to solicit myself for that. Now I just call myself Boots. I mean, the Hip Hop Oracle is more of just a label at this point, kind of archaic. So you know, Boots Tarot is kind of what I want to want to be now. Now I am always, and will always remain the Hip Hop Oracle. And if you reference to me as that, I would turn around and say, "Hey, how you doing?" But that's where it spawned from.
0: You talked about your cards, and I don't know if you guys have ever seen Boots on live and actually seen him do a reading and seen these doggone cards. All of the cards are him, y'all. <laughs> All of them. They're all All hell. Every last. And I mean, (laughs) some of them are crass as hell. (laughs) It is. I don't know. I'm trying to find the right word. An experience. It's an experience. And I'm just like taken aback every time I see a reading because it's so entertaining, and you can hear the person on the other line be like, "Oh my god, that is so on." point. What does that do for you? Does that keep you going and going and going and going? Does that get you warmed up?
1: Okay. So I read 9,000 people a week. Wow. Whether that's on live, whether that's private clientele, whatever. I've made myself of service. I can't stay in that space of like craving that. I get my satisfaction from knowing that I assisted somebody. My satisfaction is not me. It's not, oh my God, I got it right. It's, I hope, I assisted her with what she got going on. I want
0: I want to read for fun. Can, can you get those cards out? Y'all, I'm still saying. I want to know this just for fun. And y'all can't see, but I'm going to tell y'all what cards. Because <laughs> some, of these, some of these cards, we haven't
1: lightened his crouch. Be having... Hey, do not ruin it. They have to come see it. Okay. Um. What okay, you you're right. you right. That, I, could, that you I, right. I can pull on. My, and only, my
0: one and think. only question. My only question is, what is to come? What's positive to come? Is that a okay. good question?
1: Do I need to ask him one more? Another question? No, this is good. This is the okay, tell them what you see. First of all, it's boots. <laughs> <laughs> of course.
0: It's, it's him giving me a look with his shoulder over, like he's take, like he's taking a picture for like a cover of a magazine. That's what he
1: looks like. Okay, so I'll get more detailed. The Duchess, okay. uh, it's a black and white photo of me in the front and the background is um, illuminated. This is saying hindsight is 2020 and the present is unknown. This is a card of potential. It's a card of it is what you want it to be. And what I would then do is say, well, where is the potential going? This is the next card that was pulled. What do you see here? And what's the name of it?
0: Oh, I'm leaving. (laughs) Y'all, it's (laughs) T'Challa.
1: That's the name of the card. T'Challa was actually my first uh, familiar. Uh, Familiar is a... Uh, animal spirit that accompanies a human spirit. T'Challa passed away from cancer four months to the date that Chadwick Bozeman passed away from cancer. This is a card originally designed for companionship and evolution. When he passed away, it now represents hierarchy, energy, and creativity. You're going to go to a creative place, friend. You're going to evolve, and it does not represent death, okay? Um, it represents shedding of a layer. So re- think about the first card that's pulled. Me in the foreground in black and white, the background hindsight is 2020. 20 T'Challa being upright is saying that the- your potential is limitless based on your creativity spawned from previous experiences. It is what you make it. So what you going to make it, friend? Bitch, let me just okay.
0: tell you something. I- I'm getting ready to log off right now. Cause T'Challa was what I used to call my ex. Good night, goodbye, and good luck. That's why I was over here ringing my bell.
1: Whoa, that was unexpected. I had to take a picture of your reaction if you didn't mind.
0: Oh, all right, moving right along. I play them cards. <laughs> See why you can't do shit for fun nowadays? Oh. My, I was talking about career and fun and friends and shit. I was not trying to do all that. All right. All right. Now we've come to the point of the show where we share our greatest lessons. So, what do you say has been your greatest takeaway from today's conversation? Or what message would you like to leave with the people?
1: I've taken away a lot from our connection. Um, my audience saw our initial interaction on my Instagram live video when you came and said hello. And since that time period, unbeknownst to people, you have been a beacon of light to me. It's less about the show and more about us, and it's not for anybody else, but for me to you, you saved my life, friend, and I thank you.
0: Oh, how I say, what I do
1: don't matter. What happened? It ain't for him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, well, I take that. You know, sometimes you don't know how you affect people just by your presence, or something that they say, or what mm. they're you know giving. You know, to the community through the years, you. you know, and
1: I want to I want to say this, too. You're a, a living testimony, Braxton. And no matter what we endure, when God keeps us, and you can dissect that to the Christian God or to the Muslim God or whatever. When God keeps us, we ain't done.
0: Amen. I'll take that. I think before you start pointing fingers and talking about how how unsaved somebody is, if you're putting them in the category of witchcraft or witch or something of the darkness, I think you need to do your research and be easy on people. You know what I mean? Because we all have special gifts that we were gifted by God. Like my dad um, says, there are different avenues To God, as long as we make it to Him, that's all that matters. And I just think that for the most part, we got to stop pointing fingers at people's avenues and stop pointing fingers at people's ways of of doing things and be more open and acceptant of other people's journeys, okay? (laughs) And not make it into our narrative. Stop trying to make somebody else's way fit into our way. So Mm -hmm. that's what I have to say about. This episode and boots. I'm going to tell you this right here, right now. You are amazing and probably one of my favorite people. I'm going to say that again. You're so gifted, so beautiful, so talented, so doggone funny. And y'all, you (laughs) listen, y'all cannot miss his lives when he is reading people. Get y'all read. Please tell the people where they can find you at.
1: Sure. Again, Boots Tarot is all of my Instagram and my social media handles. I go live on a daily basis to render my services free to the general public. For those people who would like to pay, uh, they are more than welcome to do that. Please visit my website, www.spiritsquad.org, and you'll be able to consume upon products that I sell, music that I sell, and, of course, the readings that I solicit. I want to say... Thank you for everybody who came before and uh, for the newcomers. (laughs) It's going to be a hard time reaching these boots, baby, because these boots are made for reading. And that's just what they, fuck it, boots (laughs) tarot.
0: Period. All right. (laughs) Thank you for coming to Under Construction Boots. You're welcome anytime. We love you here. Well, y'all, this has been fun and eye-opening. I mean, I was a little afraid because I'm a little too safe for this conversation, but Here I am. I enjoyed it. And I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode of Under Construction. And I know that it may have required you to be a little bit more open-minded, but our goal isn't to judge any of our guests. However, we do want to share a wide array of topics from different perspectives to help stretch our views and opinions and hopefully help us all become more compassionate and understanding to lifestyles and cultures that are different than our own. Well, that's our show for today, folks. And guess what? It's the last show for 2020. But mark your calendar and set your alarm for the first episode of 2021 to drop on January 6th. I know it's a little bit of a wait, but guys, it'll be worth it. I promise. We hope that you enjoy these next few weeks with your loved ones. And guys, please be safe this holiday season. And remember, I love you and I mean it. Stay in the construction. Bye. Under Construction is a production of Mo Sauce, a stitcher brand. It's produced by Angel Lavis. Our recording engineer and sound designer is Rashad Smith. Our executive producer is T-Square. Music provided by Radio and Audio Everywhere Company. More Sauce.